This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning. I am very well, thank you. So I, I thought we'd help you out today because clearly you're really rubbish at promoting things. I mean, you've written this brilliant book and you are doing nothing to promote it. I, I haven't even seen you sharing it in your Facebook. What are you talking about? It's all, it's over. All over. I had you on on Monday and you didn't mention the book once. Oh, sorry. We're talking about stock markets and interesting stuff. <laughs> okay, well, your book is interesting. So congratulations. Okay. Thank you very much. Anthea's written yeah. a book called Make Your Money Work For You. Think Big, Start Small. Mm. And, I mean, listen, at this time in this economy, you, you're, you've you got your work cut, a, cut out oh, ahead of you. If haven't you, I just? Yeah, if you think people have any money, for starters, because they don't. But you, you're going to help people to figure out the world of investing. So I, I think I can't cover absolutely everything. And what this book does, it tries, I'm trying not to be that boring. Step one, save 25% of your salary. Step two, yeah. take out a unit trust. Step three, I could, by step three, you're, you're fast asleep, right? So I'm hoping yeah. this book is a bit of an introduction into the world of finance. So it'll explain exactly what a unit trust is, what an ETF is, um, where you should start, how you should do. There's a nice little um, questionnaire in there about how you should do your financial planning or how you rate yourself, whether you're a risk taker, or whether you're risk averse, um, which asset class, and I explain asset classes, you should be invested in. So, yeah, so it's really, uh, it's a book for, it's the basics. It's absolutely the basics. And I'll tell you how it came about. So I grew up in a family of finance. My dad's a bank manager. And um, my sister, I was on TV one day and my sister phoned me and said, Oh, so that's what you do for a living. I thought, you've known me all your life. <laughs> How can you she say had no that idea. to me? She's in marketing. Anyway, so she phones me up a bit later and she says, okay, her and her husband, they've just had their second child. Um, they need some advice. So I go off and we have dinner and we chat about where they need to be invested, what they're doing, what they've got in their pension plans, what the, what they need to invest um, for their children's future, the whole story. And as I'm talking to her, like I can see her eyes glazing over. <laughs> so I thought, you don't understand what I'm saying, do you? And and so most people don't, huh? Yeah, this is a I'm, sad thing. That's what I'm beginning to understand, mm-hmm. or that's what I understood, which is why this book, which is why I wrote this book. All right, so here's a little letter from from Taryn who listens to us. She said, I annoy my family and friends by being unicorn poops positive most of the time. Sia and I could be besties. <laughs> but listening to Anthea on your show this week is a huge eye-opener for me and explained what I've noticed in my own life. And by the way, she's also talking about Joe, who was on the show on Tuesday. Other than my home loan, I have no personal debt. But, and it's a huge but, I run an NPO. Like many NPOs, we rely on a small donor base. What we've noticed over the last two years is that that donor base has consistently shrunk. Things that worked to raise funds in the past just don't work anymore or raise a fraction of what they used to. Every month, I pick up the shortfall. This month, two of our donors didn't donate, which meant I had to put in over 6,000 rand more than I usually do. Animals can't go hungry just because people didn't donate as much money as they usually did. And I can't blame the public. My husband got no raise last year. And his raise this year was 6%, but tax took more than half of it. So what do you do? 
I can't imagine what it's like for people who are unemployed or live on a pension with a massive debt. This economy has a knock-on effect for all sectors. I keep telling my kids to get their TEFL courses to go and teach English in China where they can save 80% of their salary and still live very comfortably, according to my brother-in-law who does that, and then come back with a nest egg. Anyway, thank goodness for Sia and his good news. But please thank Anthea. Isn't that nice? Oh, that's very kind. Thank you, Taryn. Wonderful. So I sit, I'm a trustee of a charity and we have exactly the same problem. So we sit and um, ours is Early Care Foundation, so it's Early Childhood Development, and we've noticed exactly the same. So every single year it's getting harder and harder to extract money from companies. And in fact, we're now having discussions around how do we make turn our charity into a sustainable business, you know, so we're in the business of education. And I mean, do we really want to compete with the, uh, exactly the curers or the advertakes of the world? Uh, I'm not sure. We're we're probably a feeder for them, but sure. It's, it's tough out there at the moment, you know, um, everybody's feeling it. And so, so the other question is, well, if it's so difficult, like how can I possibly save and invest money? Um, I think a little goes a long way to saving and investing. And, and I'm kind of, I'm quite frugal. Like I don't spend much. And, and that's just because my dad was a bank manager. And remember those Autoplus cards, the Bob cards? Yeah, I, I had one of those, right? I mean, you've been driving the same car. Forever. Forever. I don't care about the car. So I have, I have certain spoils and a car is not one of them. <laughs> like I have a, I go from, I drive around the city. I don't need a fancy car. I do need a lot of travel and I do need a nice holiday home here and there. But <laughs> so, so we have, we each have our thing. Like I'm not, sure. I'm not completely unspending. Believe me, I can spend. But Anthea, do you deal with the fear? I think one of the things that I've come to learn over the years from talking to lots and lots and lots of people is the finance thing combines two things that people are afraid of. People are very much afraid of numbers and mm. dealing with numbers. And then the second thing that people are afraid of is is confronting money and money issues. Yes. And and so it's both those things, counting and money. Oh. You've hit the nail exactly on the head. That's exactly what it is. People go, oh, finance, oh, numbers. But actually, it like, okay, so I don't have that fear, obviously. <laughs> I work in finance. I work with numbers all day long. In fact, like I quite love numbers. So, so that, that's lucky for me. But I'm hoping that the book will help a little bit because I actually in chapter eight, page 140, I explain. Oh, off the top of your head like that. <laughs> she just pulled explain, that out of nowhere. I wrote this. I should this know. Out. Oh, Jesus. I don't remember what I wrote in my book. I didn't even know what my book is called. <laughs> I talk about uh, compound interest, and I explain very simply what compound interest is. Now, it sounds like a really complicated – and I even put the, 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 the mathematical equation. equation into the book to show you that it is complicated. But guess what? There's a really easy way of doing it. And then there's something else called the rule of 72. I'll tell you about it very quickly. And this is how easy math is. Like, people are like, oh, this is so scary. But if you know – like, if you figured out the shortcuts or you, you – You've just thought about it a little bit. It's actually not that difficult. So the rule of 72 says that if you are earning a cert- certain return, how many years will it take to double your money? So if you are earning, let's say, tw- let's make this easy, <laughs> uh, 10. 12. Um, let's say 10. It's a nice round number. If you're earning 10% per annum, how long will it take you to double your money? 72 divided by 10. What's that? 7.2 years. 
is how long it will take you to double your money. Now, so now you know. Now when you go to the bank and the bank says, I will give you on your money market a rate of 7%, you know, it's going to take you 10.2 years to double your money. Do you want to be there or do you need to be in an equity or share portfolio where the average um, return per annum has been 16%, 72 divided by 16. I don't know what that is. Somebody work that out for me, please. Um, It'll probably be four point something years, right? So it's much 4. shorter. Four point five much, years. Yeah. So so much shorter. So now you know what you're working with, and how easy was that? Mm. Well, no, we had to pull out our calculators, but I do get but your. You, the, the concept is easy. Mm. No, sure. I think a lot of people also don't take personal responsibility for their financial no. affairs. They want someone else to look after it for them, so they hand it over to a financial advisor, or they take up some policy, and they think that's going to save them. Or worse, they just they let their spouse or their friends or whoever else advise them. Or even worse, do nothing. Yeah, a lot of people feel like living in ignorance is better. Mm. It's like, you know what? "Mm, Sure, let me just have that credit card and I don't know what the revolving terms will be. And I don't care about balloon payments because that's only in five years' time. It's a lot of ignorance. Definitely delay. And I must say, I think my industry is probably... Terrible when it comes to using jargon and keeping people out of that inner circle, right? So we use like the most ridiculous terms, like it's crazy. Um, and, and they're actually very simple. And I know my industry, everybody's trying to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> Let's try it. Like, and, um, and so, so hopefully this book will go a little way to making fee- people feel a little bit more comfortable when they go and speak to their financial planner or financial advisor. And and say, well, actually, you know what? I've done the survey in Anthea's book, and I think I'm this. And then you can have an informed discussion about who right. you are and what you like. And if he says, well, what about unit trusts? Where you go, are they cheaper or more expensive than ETFs? Those are like real questions you want to be asking. And he should be able to or she should be able to um, explain and answer it for you. All right, and then you asked me to do a blurb for the book. Which <laughs> I loved so, it. So I, wrote, so I wrote this whole paragraph, and then the publishers came back to me and said, that's too long. Yeah, she said, uh, no, you're not writing the book, Gareth. <laughs> yeah. You're tempted. But <laughs> so I just, so eventually I said, okay, just take the last line, which is, Anthea works hard for her money, so hard for it, honey. And everybody loves it. <laughs> so you better treat her right. <laughs> I couldn't even put that in. <laughs> Between you and the first lady, we've done okay. <laughs> yeah, you got the, the first lady on the cover. Company. That's nice. That's very nice. Okay, Anthea, so go out and buy the book. It is called Make Your Money Work for You. Wait, Think Big, Start Small. tell them about the launch. Hey, you people are bad at there this. There was a launch? There's yes, a launch. sorry, I'm really it's bad coming. at this. Oh, it's still coming. So next Thursday. I told you she was <laughs> Next Thursday at Exclusive Books in Hyde Park at 6 o'clock. We're going to be talking about the book um, and about these concepts like the Rule of 72. Very good. Mm-hmm. And if you're and in the Cape launch Town, is free, just get hold of Exclusive Books, events at Exclusive Books. Tell them that you want to come See? meet yeah. Anthea, buy the book, get her to sign it. If you want to RSVP, Jeez, you can I'm sending email. You a, oh, yeah. I'm sending you an invoice. I, I just realized <laughs> that's why I'm here with you guys. <laughs> All right, so if you uh, want to RSVP, must, uh, you can email. They have to play your theme song when you come on. I was, Gareth, I was at a conference. I was speaking at a conference yesterday, and I said, did you bring my theme song? <laughs> and the woman, she she um, she listens to us every single Monday. She says, oh, I should have brought it. She says, because it's like one of her favorite things on a Monday morning. There we go. By the way, the email address is events at exclusivebooks.co.za. And please mm-hmm. RSVP, because they're organizing snacks. 
And they organize wine because this is the other thing about. How? Is that the most important thing for you? Put me in Batabile. Put me They go to these book launches for the free wine. Yeah, I'm that girl. I like the wines. You speak too fast for me. Thanks, guys. All right, very good. She was hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. She was hard for the money, so you better treat her right. She was hard for the money. So hard for it, honey. She was hard for the money, so you better treat her right. I met her there on the corner. All right, there we go. There's Anthea. Oh, my God. That song is just so horrible. This is CliffCentral.com.